Are you wearing a PBS shirt? I think she mm-hmm. is, and it's super hot. That's hot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just also, a PBS shirt. No big deal. Also, your Ever. hair looks very good. Basically, if you, if you need like your your best life cho- your best life coach ever, just wait until Megan's drunk and call her. Uh, why do you think Megan and I are best friends? <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you get the drunken life coach of the year award. Yeah, I get I get really positive and and nice. But like, and also I want to eat corn dogs, so that's also corn. Oh my god, I, just, my, I had an ex did the same thing. Whenever she was drunk, all she wanted to do was eat corn dogs and or hot dogs. They're delicious. Yeah, it was a thing where she, like it wasn't pizza, it wasn't like brownies, it wasn't chips and salsa, whatever. It wasn't tacos. Whenever she was drunk, she would literally like fight somebody to get a corn dog or like <laughs> foot long or whatever else. It was, it was, it was pretty uh, intense. Yeah, I get foot lungs when I'm drunk sometimes. That's, that's double entendre, there, though. That's, that, that, it is. It really is. Different. I except I only meant it in one way, and it was. Megan, you are know. you a size queen? Yes. Huh? Are, yes. 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 Both these girls queen. are size queens. Both yeah. Well, look, I'm fine really with that. Tall, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of space to fill up there. Oh. oh what? Wow. We're talking yeah. about like how's it go? It's not my fault. I have a wide. I, I have a heavy flow and a no, wide set. Not wide, just long. Really? Yeah. Do you cavity need, is long. But, I mean, do you need it all the way in there? Do, are you talking yes. like cervix bruising here? What are we talking yeah. about? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes you do. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually talked to a lady. She's like, yeah, it's not good sex until I wake up the next day with a bruised cervix. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I don't like to talk about cervix. I don't know why. It just makes me You feel just got excited like, about Bruce Cervix and now all of a sudden you've gone to no, the No, no, I don't got excited about Bruce, Bruce Cervixes. We got excited about big Services, dicks. by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever. I mean, it, it's better. Girth is. I mean, you don't want somebody that's like unusually thin and long because that's no good. But you also don't want somebody that's like really wide and super short. Like a, that's interesting, like a can. though. Like a can. And, but thin and long is perfect <laughs> like for anal food. sex. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> thin, long exactly. dudes are all thin about the good sex. Thin and long for anal sex. I get that. Perfect. It's See, perfect. I pride myself on being the oh, perfect yeah, yeah, medium yeah, with sense. advantages. Huh? I'm, I'm literally like dead center medium with a slight morphological advantage. How about your balls, though? Because sometimes there's those disappearing <laughs> balls that you don't. No, like no, no. They're, they're, I mean, as far as my balls, my testes are well situated, <laughs> very firm in the normal range. They're not too low. No, no. There's no. I haven't hit like 50 yet. So they're not. They're not competing for space with my knees or anything. They get lower think. as you get older. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like this porn star. There's no, this porn star. Mm-hmm. His name is Chris Perez. Very attractive. I don't know what happened to him. He was living in Austin, but but he's no longer in porn. But he had like the lowest hanging testicles ever, and it was kind of a turn on and kind of like at the same time because when he would top, they would they would just like bam on ball and I'm like that can't feel good. Actually, depending if on it how could you reach do it, around it and touch my belly button, then we have a problem. <laughs> although although have you heard of these guys that can do things like stretch their scrotums over coffee cups and play drums and stuff? Oh god. <gasps> it's that, a thing. My, my most recent ex-boyfriend had to have surgery before I met him to have them like lifted. 
Shut up. A scrotum yeah. lift? I've heard of labial yeah, rejuvenation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've never heard of scrotum lift. Yeah, it was not know. it was not an aesthetic thing though, as I understand it. It was because of some kind of vascular problem or his sure testes were not sit on them. Vas- oh god, that's the and worst goddamn would, thing ever. Yeah, or maybe when he would go to the toilet, they'd go into the water. So, oh my god. Really? Yeah, ladies, is it I don't know about y'all, but just, just so you know, dudes, our testes can totally fall asleep. If you sit down yeah. wrong, you some, the same way your, your arm penis falls can asleep, fall asleep too. Like all that action can fall asleep. It's really really weird because you sit mm-hmm. there and you feel like there's like a small mammal curled up inside your pants that's not attached to you but is attached to you. It's just kind of lurking there, and all you can do is try to wiggle around until it wakes up. Like it's all tingly <laughs> and weird the and small shit. Mammal awake. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Welcome. But you can't wiggle it by itself, right? I mean, no. You, can, you well, you like to some degree, ass. yes. Testes are not uh, are, are not muscular, but you can to some degree right. do ballasting muscles to the penis itself it works better when it's erect hey let's 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 intro the show <laughs> are you gonna do the bumper no 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 it's cold open welcome to secretly timid cold flaccid open my name's john and i'm here with cindy hey 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 and otiano what's up y'all and megan eh. the featured song this week is how simple by hop along and uh continue talking so it sounds like we kind of opened with, uh, how do we put that? It wasn't really foreplay because it was definitely still kind of floppy, but it's definitely Would building you, were up. Were you to recording a that? Experience. Yes. Dix is on the list of subjects that we were supposed <laughs> to talk about. Alongside yeah. a penis drawing. Yep. So we can put yeah. check it. Okay. Where's we'll Regina? We're on we can talk our about way more often, y'all. Well, huh? oh, can I can I add to this labia conversation? Please do. So I had to have a biopsy mm-hmm. on my labia hmm. and they had to inject like an inch long needle full of lidocaine oh, yeah. well, into my vag like on the one not hand into you'd my rather vag, than do it than not do it but vag. still just uh, it uh. was the most painful and I've, I've given birth to two children mm-hmm. and it was the most painful thing that i ever the lidocaine injection mm-hmm. holy shit Why'd oh you have to God. do that? Was your was it swollen for some reason? No, no. no. To take a biopsy, they have to cut things away. Why, yeah. why, first. Why'd you have to have a biopsy? They um they thought that I had cancer. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, thank you. Not for cancer. Those, yeah, high fives to not having cancer. Yeah. The most painful ex- experience I ever had in my life was one time when my boyfriend uh, took me to a Dick Dale concert. Dick Dale, appropriate, Dick relevant. Dale? <laughs> Is that a sex thing too? No, it's like for rock that. bullshit. Oh. It was just really painful, and that concert was wait, hours, wait, 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 hours wait, wait, wait. long. The concert or the sex during the concert? I'm not sure that ties in. The concert no, itself no, was no. that bad? No there, no, there was no sex. I'm just saying I really hate Dick Dale. Wow. And I had to go to a show that was really long. I find it very interesting that was your follow-up as far as the most painful experience. That's, yeah. That's intense. <laughs> Me, childbirth, intense. you, surf rock concert. I just didn't <laughs> want this to venture into territory that gave me like a psychosomatic reaction. I don't want to go there because that sounds terrible. Let's not talk about cervixes anymore. I did Cervix- get some, services. I got some good pain pills afterwards, so. So wait, by the Ooh. way, wait, wait, wasn't Dick Dale the guy who did that like, that like iconic fucking um, yeah. Pulp Fiction hook? Yeah. Oh God, fucking kill me! Yeah. I would yeah. be so drunk before I went to that shit. Dumb man, and I I'm wasn't even old enough good. to drink. And as you know, before I was old enough to drink, I did not drink. So yeah, it was a really long. It's a long evening. Mm. Yeah. How is everybody? Uh, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I'm busy. I'm emotional. I'm sorry, John. Tell me more about that. The busy thing or the yeah yeah me or the bur- no. well both of you but uh, one at a time please. 
Oh, I'm just <laughs> been working too much, and I just need a day off, and I need I need a I need a day where I pull the blinds and I lock the doors and I put the I have somebody take the cats, and I just need to be alone. I need to recharge. <laughs> Take the cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're annoying. Kendall, Kendall's getting older, and when I don't know, I don't know how Cindy, how Benny was with you, but the older that Kendall gets, the more needy she gets. Yeah, he was really. Yeah, he would just like I was like, do you have Kitty Alzheimer's? Because he would just like walk somewhere and cry. And yeah, like, she does a lot of crying. Oh my god, where are you? I'm alone. Yeah, and so if I'm here, she'll cry and cry and cry until I sit with her on the couch. And there's sometimes where I'm like, "Hey, I want to be playing online poker. I don't want to be on the couch right now." So, Benny just got more existential as he got older. He's like, "We're all alone." More solipsistic with time. <laughs> yep. I miss my Ben. So OTNO emotion. Do you want to talk about your emotions? Um, yeah. I've decided that 2018 is year of the heart. I. The- In order to be more capable in understanding, uh, interpreting, and um, I don't know, communicating with other people emotionally, I need to become more at peace and understanding of my own emotions, which as a dude, even as a pseudo-woke dude as I am, is still really hard. So it's it's been a lot, and I'm just getting started. So we'll see how that goes. Meditation and cardio. (laughs) <laughs> Lots of meditation. Cardio. Those seem like very opposite things. I disagree. Um, I would just masturbate a lot. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. It's I like, do that too. That's both of those things together. The, 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 the point I'm making is like, you know, um, there's definite, <laughs> your emotions don't come from some crazy high vaunted spiritual place of whatever. They have particular areas of your body they live in. I mean, think about that, quote, dread in the pit of your stomach or, quote, um, uh, my heart felt like it was full to overflowing or quote, I mean, all the places that you feel these things, there's a, there's a correlation there. Oh so. yes, it's true. Like, uh, people with anxiety disorders also, also have very significant GI symptoms. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not going to go on about whatever, sh- uh, chakra woo hippie type stuff correlations, but there's also not so woo correlations in Chinese medicine or just how you feel about things. So, I want to yeah. get plastic surgery. Anybody else down with that? Cindy, yes. I really I, do. Why? Me too. What do you guys want to get fixed? I want to get my eyes fixed. I want to get my eyes done. I want my tits done. I want my forehead done. Mm-hmm. Wow. Face well, surgery. You guys are both right really attractive already. I mean, do it, it's your body. Look, do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm just tired of looking like, tired when I'm not tired. Have you tried? I just did this Murad um, iPad treatment last night. It was really expensive, but it was it's worth it. Like my eyes feel. Firm. Well, I got I I had this eye gel that took away the dark circles under my eyes. Have you tried allergy medication? That works no. too. Just take a bunch of now allergy it's pills. Just, now it's just puffiness. It's just hereditary. Uh-huh. Sorry. Hey, turn that, that monitor a little bit that way because I can't see Otiano at all. There you go. Great. <laughs> no, I can see. I can see all of you, and then a bunch of dead space over here. Now it's perfect. There Thank you, you for doing that. <laughs> I love how accommodating you are. Aww. So yeah, plastic surgery. I want to do it. Yeah, I'm going to have it. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? I'm going to Am have I the it. only person that's pretty much happy with my meat suit? Yes. Yes, because be you nice. have like a... Like good meat. You got like you got like. Good <laughs> you meat. I appreciate it, but I'm still need to. I still need to hit the gym. I'm still a little pudgy for my taste. Yeah, and, we're okay. You know, but I don't want to. I don't want to hit the gym or eat anything but cheese pizza. I just want to eat cheese pizza, 
and have plastic surgery. So wait, wait, wait. Let's <laughs> let's rewind for a second there. We have briefly discussed some of your personal food preferences before. I don't want to delve too much into that. No, the no. part that I'm interested in is that your food tastes are, to be frank, basic to the point where it's not just you want pizza. You want specifically cheese pizza. Yeah, oh, yeah. don't fucking put vegetables on there. Have you? Do you even know her? No, 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 no. Well, well let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear. No, just I mean, the cheese. If you want to do like other meats, sausage, pepperoni, chicken, um, uh, anchovies, whatever space else. where the cheese could go. Bread's really bad for you, y'all. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to go there. I'm just trying to address the fact that Megan says to the point where it's not just I want pizza. I want yeah. the most basic pizza I could get. Cheese okay. pizza at this point feels like health food to me. If I don't have like some greasy meat on it, then I'm going the healthy route. I, I can't think, I don't think there has been a day in the past 30 days where I haven't eaten cheese pizza. That's really not healthy. That's what I'm having. You know what? Neither is Botox impressive. in my face, but I fucking want it. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah. is, I, I, I'm impressed by your resolve. And by, by all means, I'm not, I'm not trying to judge. Do you, your body, do you. But I, I, I'm impressed that like, that's the level to which you want your pizza. That's, it's, that's it, intense. It, uh, people think that impression is inherently uh, positive, but I know that it's not. So, I don't know how to take your comments, sir. No, no, no. It, my, my comment is definitely like, I'm trying not to be shady with it, but it's kind of hard to take it as not being shady. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, do you. You like what you like. I personally, you, you're talking to a guy who will go to a, some fancy pizza joint, order the veggie pizza that has like, you know, spinach, black olive, onion, like all the veggies they have. And then I'll take it home and lay down some, oh, and always some dried tomato because yeah. And I'll take it home and lay down some like anchovies and kimchi on top of that shit too. And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and like thought, the hottest hot sauce I could find. I thought you were about to say I would take it home and lay down yeah. and eat it. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah me too, yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I like So in other words, the pizza, pizza wasn't weird enough for you. So you exactly. Had to make it a little bit weirder. And, and honestly, to get it weirder is expensive as fuck. So there's a couple ingredients I can have at the house already. I'll toss on there. Speaking Ew. of Healthy and economical. Shitty pizza. Let's move on to our golden we were, toilet yeah, story. Hold on. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Are we going to do... Wait. Oh, wait. Wait, we're pausing? Uh-oh. Is something on fire? You said coming. Okay, we're... we're, we're doing it for real now oh are we? so i'll be back there in seven days excellent so we're going to have yeah. a big crazy karaoke party when you get here right yeah that's fine somebody needs to set some shit up then for uh next sunday yeah okay. do it Cindy. Do uh, it. Uh, she's volunteering john you say where am i gonna stay if i don't have a place i'm looking at three places right now there you go <laughs> although i warn you my apartment has <laughs> cats you can't oh. stay with me well, you no, can stay I can't. with me meg no. Yeah, you're more I, than welcome I to have me. places to stay. I can stay with Cindy and Isaac and Brad and... I have a spare room and an air mattress. I don't have a spare room, but I have a couch. A very nice Nicole, couch with a fold-out. Nicole has really good linens. But so, the point is... Yeah, I hope you like Pokemon. I'm coming back in seven days. I'll be there to see you guys. And then I'm never coming back here. <laughs> you can kick... We can kick Doug out into the couch. And then we can snuggle together like we used to. Oh, my God. That's so cute. So, Otieno, mm. you had a 
you had a difficult altercation you wanted to share? Uh, I had one too that I just remembered. We can share that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So do the song, Cindy. Difficult altercations. Difficult altercations. We gotta have a lead in for that. We gotta have a hook for that one, yeah. That, that, that was nice. That was nice. Um, so, <clears throat> um, I went to Blind Butcher recently, a fine establishment on Lower Greenville that does uh, charcuterie, their own in-house cheeses. They have this really nice, uh, um, what's that Canadian cheese fries thing? I would hate this place. Yeah, you poutine. Thank you. They have a duck fat poutine, poutine over there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really fucking so fucking good. dirty. Oh, it, it is. does. It's, it's, it sounds like a dirty mayonnaise oh, it's so and gravy. Hot. Had some poutine. <laughs> wow. I wonder if there's a Canadian analog for that. Anyway, she so, had some stank <laughs> poutine. Canadian, Canadian <laughs> listeners, please she let me know if there poutine. is in fact a uh, poutine <laughs> vagina analog synonym in there somewhere. <laughs> Because I'm totally okay with that. Um, anyway, because poutine's fucking delicious. She had a rolly poutine. Uh, you know what? I'm <laughs> she just had rolls in her poutine. God, you don't know anything about poutine. Just <laughs> yes, shut yes, up. Yes, yes. <laughs> tang, poutine, it's somewhere in there. Anyway, so um, sitting in there, having my meal, hanging out with my friend, we're having a good time. And I see these folks outside with signs. I'm like, are those, are those protesters outside of Blind Butcher? And sure enough, there are people wielding PETA signs outside of Blind Butcher. Oh, they're the worst. Well, this is the thing, okay? Let's take away PETA's god-awful track record when it comes to supporting animal rights. Because, to be honest, I mean, as much, their point is rendered invalid by the poor ways in which they attempt to render their point. Um, so we're going to gloss past that for right now. My issue is, number one, there are... Just about every single business on uh, Lower Greenville in, in Dallas, in some way, shape, or form, serves meat. So in starting their they, – they don't protest any other place but Blind Butcher. So basically, they're there for the optics. They're there because the sign has the word butcher, butcher in it. They're there because it's like, oh, this place does meat and like advertises it openly. Oh, meat is so terrible. So you're going to take a local business and run them out of town or at least try to. Because it looks good for you and trying to make your point. So, A, fuck you for that. And B, as a queer brown person, whenever I see somebody deciding to exert their political will to protest something in that, especially, this is a special shout out to all the, like, you know, politically active vegans and veggies and Buddhists and Jains or whatever in that regard, <laughs> especially the white ones. If you're going to choose a hill to die on in the midst of the Trump administration, that's going to be the hill. I mean, and granted, okay, I'm not saying you can't protest more than one thing, There's but that's my point. I walked up to them and I was like, hey, so, I mean, I get what <laughs> you're doing you here. <laughs> I get what you're doing here. That's great. I mean, your point has validity. I, for one, also think that if we're going to continue on our per- current path of population explosion that seriously considering how we acquire our protein is going to be a thing we as a society and we as a species are going to have to seriously talk about. Because cows take a lot of land and insects don't take that much if we're going to talk about which protein source we're going to exploit. I mean, hey, it's edible, not moving, whatever. (laughs) I mean, but I'm saying it's a conversation that should probably be engaged with. But 
Do you, were you also, since they were Dallas folk, presumably because, you know, we're in Dallas, were you also at the police protests last year that ended in that crazy sniper shit? Were you at the airports when the first, like this time last year, when the first fucking Trump travel bans came out? Were you at the homeless shelters in Dallas when they decided to kick out all the folks in um, uh, the various uh, tent cities we had? And but still invite in the folks who were stranded from Houston at the same time. Were you but what if city? all they care about is animals? Which is which is exactly my point. Are you? I mean, at first I was like, no, I'm not trying to say that like humans are more important than animals. No, fuck you. I'm going to say. So, Otino, it, you gave them a difficult altercation. Goddamn right, I fucking did. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. not where I expected this to go. Like, I am, that I wasn't know. even no, no, that. That no. was like Put normally. Let me tell you how this normally works. Go for it. So normally, somebody looks at me a little wrong, mm-hmm. and then I fuck their fucking day up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're like, no, bitch, you're on my sidewalk. Let's do this. <laughs> If you're going to and I go over to the, the laundromat in the dorm and I put a fucking nope. tube of lipstick in their dryer and buy them three hours, bitches. <laughs> if you are in in this political moment, if you are going to choose to exert the entirety of your political will for something, don't that blow granted, your load is there. Not, is yeah, basically, I'm I not saying that. it's not important, yep. but. This is if you've only got one load on right here. That's you, not the you place to just put it. Flung some poutine on them. I can see you just walking up to them and saying, "Hey, you guys, look, I like extreme shit. <laughs> I like extreme positions politically." <sighs> but I gotta tell you something. <laughs> yeah, don't. I basically told them y'all can do better than this shit. I, I'm talking to, and of course, in talking to these people, it wasn't a matter of you know um, they said, "Oh, okay," or it wasn't a matter of. Um, them saying, oh, yes, we support so on and so on as well. It was me to slavery. I'm going, motherfucker, did you really just fucking say that to me? It was things so, like. So it was like you weren't even there. It, it was things like, well, I have a black niece. I'm just like, yeah, that somehow makes your point we more or less valid. <laughs> yeah, it was things like, well, I'm that's Jewish in the Holocaust. And OK, that's great. I'm not going to try and take that away from you. My point is right now, what are you doing for people both in your position or positions similar to yours right now that don't have four legs. Okay. That's I, it. I respect <laughs> that. I do. As, as the creator of difficult altercations, I feel like you kicked it up a little and I can appreciate <laughs> that. I do. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't not say anything because again, now if this is the load they're going to blow, as Megan said, they could definitely deserve to paint other walls with that load. That should be the name of the podcast. I couldn't not say anything. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I legit couldn't. John, what was your difficult altercation? Oh, I had a run-in with a not-my-vet vet. Like, I... This like, is going to sound really obnoxious. I understand this. But Kindle has insurance. <laughs> I don't. I don't have insurance. You My have cat, cat insurance? has insurance. Yes. Wait, you don't have medical insurance, but your cat does. Yes, I, because she's elderly, and and it's in the long run, it's a lot less expensive if you can have like free cat visits or free pet visits. Cindy, you're making a face. John, don't explain that to yeah, anybody. I don't have, Just fuck you guys. On. I don't no. have to explain no. shit. No, 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 no. I'm not mad. I'm you not don't. Mad. You absolutely. I don't. love. Like I, I got Kendall when I was a senior I'm in high mad. school. She's she is probably like the first adult John, decision I made. I don't 
it, it, it is fine. But I, I know, I know how you're ridiculous. Not taking care of yourself. No, oh, I'm no. ridiculous. I have a neck hammock. I'm taking care of myself, baby. Neck hammock. Now you, let me go. Let me let me continue on to the to the. Let me go on to go the on. difficult filtration <laughs> part. Go. So every year you get like a notice with like, hey, on your insurance plan, there's this amount of shit that you haven't done. So set an appointment for it renews, so we can you know take care of all the stuff, so you get m- maximum value for your pet plan. And so I made an appointment. My vet's name is Dr. Martin. I love Dr. Martin. She's a little odd, like, she's, um, she's not, she is direct and to the point, And I appreciate that about her. She's known Kindle for years. She's not the best, like, she doesn't do small talk, but I she's love her. She's autistic. Is that what you're saying? That's what I was going to say, but I thought that'd be rude. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's okay. There's this other vet there named Dr. Marble, who I do not like. She's C word. Because I took Kendall to her there once. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And she's cute. And she made me feel like like Kendall was about to die. And she put her on this medicine that made Kendall horribly sick. Mm. And I immediately took her to Dr. Martin. She's like, oh, she didn't need any of that. So anyway, I made an appointment with what I thought was Dr. Martin. Got a confirmation it was Dr. Marble. And I was like, fucking fuck, fuck. I hate Dr. Marble. But I thought, you know what? Hell, it's just for like routine, like a blood work and a fecal. Like, she can handle that yes, shit. look at blood and shit. Actual shit. Go she on. can do that. This will be okay. Even though I fucking hate Dr. Marble because I think that she is, like, she's a snake oil salesman. She goes, she's like a used car salesman. She tries to get you to spend money that you don't need. And in this instance, I wasn't going to be spending any money because I already spent it, you know? It was just getting all the other stuff out of the way. So I go up there. Uh, first, first they're late, whatever. Then uh, it's never a good sign when the assistant's like, what are you here for? And I'm like, oh, no. So I explained, hey, I had blood work and some like a rabies shot and like a fecal. And they're like, oh, there's no blood work on your plan anymore. And I was like, okay, whatever. Then I guess just the the shot if she needs it and the fecal. Like, let's get this shit going. Literally. Yeah. And um, Dr. Marble comes in and she and I never trust people that look you straight in the eye when they're talking to you because those people are not. Like, that's direct eye contact like that. That's a sign that, like, they're trying to intimidate you. Personality disorder. I get it. They're trying to intimidate you, and they're trying to seem like they're a trustworthy person. And also when they say your name in a conversation, which is also very weird. (laughs) Oh, shit. Y'all are just exploiting my secrets. Go. So so she she touches Kendall's back legs, and she's like, I think she has some discomfort in her back legs. And I'm thinking, um, she's 20 years old. She's an old fucking cat. I'm sure she does have discomfort in her back legs. I'm sure her whole fucking body hurts. And she's like, has she uh, had trouble jumping? I'm like, no, she's totally fine. Something. She's fucking fine. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Um, she takes her into the back to weigh her, which I immediately was like, that's weird. Because yes. they almost always weigh them right there, right in front of you. Because they want you to hold them down. She comes back. She's like, she's lost a pound. I think we need to blah blah blah. And she looks at her tooth. We need to take out this tooth. And I oh and I mean, I was, like, I was like, you know what? Can we're we not slow it down. We're yeah. not spending any money today. She's got three teeth left. She's not getting a tooth extracted. She's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was. It sounds more, like she works at my Volkswagen more, dealership. And more, <laughs> I was just getting more and more furious. Mm. I'm like, and I could hear Dr. Martin in like the lab, and they said that Dr. Martin wasn't going to be here today. I'm like, Dr. Save me, please, because I'm about to punch this woman. <laughs> Just like out. slide a note under the door. Yeah. Oh my god. And 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 when I so we left basically with getting nothing done, and she gave me a box to to get some poop from Kendall. 
I'm not going to do that because I've got two cats. I don't know which shit belongs to which cat. <laughs> you, you just follow them around when they go into the bin. It's great. And yeah, so I'm put just like gonna... a rubber band around her ass and like <laughs> But it made me feel bad because she made me feel like, like I wasn't a good cat parent for a second, mm. which I know is not the case. And it comes to a point where like, I don't, I don't want to sound heartless, but but at this point in her life, the only surgery that Kendall is going to get is the needle to go sleep, you know? Yeah. So for her to say, we need to extract a tooth, I'm like, no. Like, she's she's an elderly woman. She's like 90 years old. Don't mm. extract You would not yeah. put a 90-year-old person under anesthesia for something, you know? Sometimes. Mm. And she's yeah. totally fine. And I don't think that she's lost a pound either. I think that whole thing was so... So that was my difficult altercation. But I, like, I could feel my face getting red. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm about Have you to registered this complaint? I'm going to talk to Dr. Martin you in should. a couple of weeks. Like, who owns the practice? Dr. Martin does. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's the person to talk because to. Because it just seemed, the whole thing just seemed, because I knew what I was getting in for, because it's exactly what happened last time. Mm-hmm. That's a How trick. old is this Miss Marple or whatever her she's, name is? Fuck, she's probably younger than me. I was going to mm. say, she's probably like <laughs> super ambitious and has know. some student loans to pay back. So just kind yeah, of yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That whole thing is just Is it so... though? Because... <laughs> I know some people. But Dr. Martin's fantastic. Although she doesn't agree that fracking causes earthquakes. So that's, Uh, so we, we differ there. I know a doctor, I know like an actual practicing physician that doesn't believe in vaccines. Uh, I know. It's so um, fucked up. Um, Also, I've um, had several difficult altercations this week, but I will say the highlight was getting fired by a patient. Oh, that's fun. I love Uh, that. How'd that go over? uh, Really great. She complained about my outfit. She was like, she was very unprofessional. I was covered head to ankle, like head to toe. Was there like a a boob window? No. (laughs) No. Cindy. Yeah. Histrionic. Uh, there was a lot going on there. Was there. Did your shirt say, you know, what, kill all white people or something like that? It, it, well, or? she was black, but. Oh, did her shirt say, like. Did her shirt say, kill all white people? <laughs> did, your say, did your shirt say, all lives matter? No, it, was, it was really, I, I, at first I was like, well, fuck you. And then I was like, bye, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was yeah. a little offended. And that's all I did all day. So, like, on Friday I had a ton of difficult altercations, but people were like, People who like heard me get a little crunk on the phone were like, um, that was very assertive. And I was like, was I being rude? And they're like, no, you were polite and assertive. I'm like, yeah, that's how you don't get fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly much. how you don't get fired. This is true. But yeah, uh, yeah true. I had to fuck up a bunch of fucking people on Friday. Well, you fucked that shit up, girl. <laughs> so what happens I- when you get fired? Do they just get assigned to another... Yeah. Social work. Another monkey. Yes. Oh. A monkey with a bad. <laughs> they become not your problem anymore. <laughs> so getting fired a lot of times is pretty is it great. Like a, it is pretty Is great. it like a, yeah. a celebrity apprentice firing? <laughs> they oh say my you're God, fired. I <laughs> have never watched that show. Did you know Jamal used to drive so for uh he used to drive for that show? Like he used no. to drive um Sharon Osborne and uh I watch the only the only one I watched is when Annie Duke was on. And Annie Duke should have won. I don't know who that is. I am proud to say I never watched that fucking show. I never watched it, but my ex, who's like just the coolest guy, like the nicest, um, he used to drive for them and like do film stuff for them. I don't think, I don't. Why don't we have him on the show? He would be so fun. Do it. Yeah. He doesn't here live. He doesn't live. He doesn't here live, does he? He lives here. They're having a baby, like I think in October. Uh, Mm. Well, so what's next on the agenda there? 
Uh, it's topic. my turn. Oh wait, oh. wait, wait. Megan has a difficult way. Okay, it, wait. Sorry. Can I just one thing interlude? Uh, I have to leave at five o'clock to have dinner with the nice friends of ours. Can we have a half Aww. an hour? Let's go. Difficult okay, well, I'm patient, closing up my caseload. I'm breaking up with all of my patients. Nice. Aww. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Um, well, actually, I mean, the I'm just in person. I'm just breaking up with the ones that I've seen regularly yeah. over the last. <laughs> sorry, yeah, John. Just sorry, totally, yep, sorry, good job, sorry, John. Sorry, good job, John. Sorry, John. I didn't mean to do that. Damn it, I was John. trying to cue it up. I didn't. Is that like a very emotionally sensitive topic? That's is that like a knows. metaphor for you breaking up with your patients? Like <laughs> boom, <laughs> bumper, bye. Here's your letter. Uh, yeah, so the ones that I see regularly, most of them, not all of them, but most of them I actually like. Also, um, I learned at a, a recent mental health clinic unofficial dinner that we had uh, on Wednesday of this last week that somebody uh, in one of my coworkers is listening to this podcast and I did not tell her about it. Uh-oh. So I'm happen? a little, yeah. What? Yeah. So she like just she randomly says, found and it. I'm talking to you, Fran. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, "I keep up with you um, in a, a stealth capacity. I'm paraphrasing in a stealth capacity. So creepy. So she now yeah. knows you have a very deep vagina. Yes, you have. She a man. By this yeah, point, she knows lots of shit. She probably wished she didn't know about me, <laughs> but." I don't want to call her listeners creepy. Back on her. Yes. No, I'm not calling her creepy. I just think it's creepy that she was like, hey, by the way, I've been watching you, Clarice. Like, it's kind of weird. I wanted to hang out with her really badly the whole time I lived here because she seems really cool. She kind of seems like your mom, actually. And her mom, your mom's name is also Fran. I was like, who's Um, Oh, yeah. Which mom? Yeah. Who's mom? The real. So, wait. wait. Oh, John's mom. I was going to say, Megan, whose mom was cooler? John's mom or Cindy's mom? I've only met Teresa a couple of times. Okay. Uh, but I spent a considerable amount of time with, with uh Yeah, Regina Fran. Regina used to work with my mother. Oh really? Yeah. Where is Regina, by the way? Uh she's busy. Austin. Aww. So anyway, Fran, it's your own fault. That's it. Well you should hang out with Fran <laughs> before you move. Yeah, Fran. Hi Fran. I would love to, but she won't. Actually we had a conversation um at this dinner also. Uh she said I said, Fran, you know what? I'm about to leave, and we've never really hung out. And she said, well, I thought when I told you that my mother died that that was your cue to hang out with me because she was always saying, I can't hang out because i got to take care of my mom. And I said, look, uh, in my own mind, I thought, oh, Fran's mom died. Maybe we'll hang out. But then I thought, oh, it would be rude to ask. Like, so your mom's dead. Can we want to be buddies? Is that, so uh, we are both thinking the same thing. Is it just me, or would that entire altercation qualify as passive as, as passive aggressive as fuck? I mean, just am I am I crazy in saying that? It didn't like, feel like that, but we can um, classify it as a difficult altercation. We can. So, Fran, wherever you are out there, everybody totally got hang out with Megan before she leaves because it sounds like you guys be buddies. You're just both awkward in just the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Oh, Tieno, it's time. Do your shithole rant. Oh, oh, really? Okay, on the spot, huh? <laughs> I wasn't ready. So, for those of you, I doubt there's anybody that's not fucking aware. 
especially I would hope people that listen to this particular podcast, that our president decided to, I mean, as part of the rant, say what a lot of people think. Let's be honest. This is not like some deep, dark, closeted secret thing that the nationalized historical perception of large portions of the, quote, dark continent are shitholes. Oh, yeah, you guys over there living in huts and, you know, chasing lions with spears or, you know, dealing with Boko Haram or whatever the fuck else, you know, terrorist explosions all the time, you know, a whole bunch of brown people hanging out, doing terrible things to each other all the time. That is a loose amalgamation of pop culture's perception of the continent, not the country of, or nation of, the continent of <laughs> Africa. Okay, cool. I am actually low-key kind of glad that some people are being awoken to the fact that that is both the common pop cultural perception and the perception of the cock monkey that is currently president of the United States. <laughs> um. That part I don't have an issue with, honestly, because it's not like people that weren't paying the fuck attention to him didn't get that that's something that he would think or would say out loud. Let's not pretend that that's not something that someone like him would say in public or in private. He just happened to say it in a space that we happen to have access to. Mm -hmm. To me, the issue is, and this is something I wish I could paint in 40 foot high flaming letters across the moon constantly <laughs> you know aglow so that every single person regardless of race gender ethnicity class or whatever else could see and remember and that fucking word is context mm -hmm. because in that matrix then perhaps you'll understand that if you're going to talk about that space as a shithole continent, shithole country, shithole wherever else, because he did mention Honduras, he did mention Haiti, he mentioned a couple of places outside of... Pakistan. The, exactly. Outside of the continent of Africa. And in... I, I, I didn't go through this with a fine-tooth comb, so forgive me if I'm off by one or two, but in just about every single one of those cases, the United States foreign policy has had a direct role in making that place a shithole. So not just low-key fuck you to the president, but fuck you to the media, mass media, fucking CNN, National Review, C-SPAN, whoever the fuck else, in not doing their goddamn job as journalists and providing the context in making clear this country or the World Bank or Europe or imperialism or colonialism or whatever the fuck else in making those places that way. So fuck y'all for getting mad if the people that live in places that have kind of had a hard time for the last 200 years in trying to go to the place where things are maybe a little nicer. And maybe if you'd owned up to the ways in which you'd fucked up those countries and or tried to assist those countries, people wouldn't be trying to come here altogether. They'd be happy to stay home and arrange their garden and their kids and their house and their government in a fashion that made fucking sense because y'all had helped them unfuck what you fucked up. Wait, let me and clarify. France. France. Oh, yeah, I want to be a France. I want to be a widow maker, not a widow. 
Let me clarify. Hmm. Also, fuck you, PETA. In a very, in, in 146 characters, however the fuck. So, <laughs> shithole, because we made you a shithole. Yeah. Got yeah, it. pretty much. Pretty okay. much. Yeah. Yeah. But not yeah. not shithole. I as because brown people. Exactly. Shithole because and you're thinking cuz cuz I feel like Trump is thinking shithole because brown people. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking shithole because we made you that way. Yes. Well, I mean, is does like, it like, also extend to the US? Like did we make it that way because it has something to do with being brown people? The, the the being brown bill part is one of the reasons why they're justified in being able to make right. the places shitholes by virtue of expectation. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm sorry, Cindy, you were saying. Um, I feel like you are giving our current president <laughs> a lot more critical thinking skills than he oh, actually no, 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 has. Oh no 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 no. He's yeah yeah. Trust me, it's more a matter of this is that he's too lazy to do the intellectual okay. interrogation okay. necessary. Because this is the media's fault. Like, he's saying you're like getting to the bottom of the exactly. bacon barrel, and he's just skimming the fat off Egg, the top. I agree okay. with you entirely. Yes, okay. Okay. and I think that's one of the other things that a lot of and which should know, be journalism's you job know, to clarify it. I agree exactly. Okay. I'm yes. just I'm just like oh no, I appreciate, I appreciate I'm just arranging things on the bookshelf right mm-hmm. now because yeah. I yeah. hear what you're saying. I totally agree. <laughs> Fuck all those guys. And I can't believe that that's a thing. They did you know that they said it on like um like NPR and the takeaway and stuff like they said the word and it was like a very big um, like shockwave uh, through the People are so stupid. It's the same I thing when Obama said nigger. It's the exact same thing when Obama said nigger. They totally didn't catch. Hey, well, this they, is the context I'm well, saying. They did that. Obama said the word nigger on a podcast. He literally said. He did? Nigger. Yeah, he said on Mark he, Maron's he podcast. Said, he, he literally said, sometimes, uh, I can't, my, my Obama impersonation is terrible. Sometimes it's not a matter, I mean, to be racist, it's not a matter of the fact that you said, the, the, the fact that you said the word nigger is not like the thing that marks you as a racist. Basically, he was trying to say that you don't have to say that word necessarily be a racist. You okay, can still be a racist and like, not say that word. That was like nice thing to say. Well, no, no. The, the point is the entirety of the media narrative focused on the president said the word nigger. But, the president said the word nigger. Be careful. Because, that's, the because nigger. that's so much of an easier discussion right. to have yeah, exactly. than the other one. It's easier to say, the, oh, my God, Joy Reid said shithole on Primetime television. So Anderson Cooper said shithole. Where are we coming to? The headline of the New York Times on Tuesday is Otiano says N-word on (laughs) (laughs) Secretly Timid Podcast. (sighs) And for the record, my personal belief, I despise that word. I don't use that word casually. No, it's a horrible. I don't use it all It's horrible. And, you know, the the only place I'm even halfway comfortable saying that word is in the context of explaining why that word is fucked up. I'd rather you just, (laughs) I'd rather you say the word than say the N-word. I hate Mm. the N-word. Sorry, man. If you're gonna say it, fucking say it. Mm. I'm not gonna fucking say it. I'm not gonna Like I said, I personally don't use it. But you, but but you're saying it. But the, 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 saying no, the N word, you're saying it. You know, there's there's using it and there's referring to it. Yeah. No, there's but I mean, yeah, I mean, when people say I the N word, you're still it. saying it. Yes. You're just. I agree. Um, but let's not I, get distracted. Yes, that is a little distracting. I will say, I may have let it fly a few times when I was singing rap songs in college. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. as a as a blanket apology, uh, I was drunk all through college, like Cindy, all of college. Don't. I was drunk all through college, and I'm sorry. 
in the name of all black people. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Speaking oh of black God. people, Otieno, <laughs> yes. how excited are we for the Black Panther movie? Oh to come my out? fucking God. <gasps> Me I've too, bought like you guys. four fucking tickets. <laughs> By the way, all you Dallasites, um, there is going to be a special event at the Alamo in the Cedars on opening night on Thursday. Is it the tickets Black Alamo? Now, now, mind you, mind you, you know, a bunch of black folks can't be like, yeah, black only screening without like, Lord knows. Do it. That's not a thing. You should do it. Do it. Hey, good luck. Point is, it's probably already (laughs) sold out. So if you missed out, oh, darn, sorry. But um, they did. They did an all women screening for Wonder Woman. They should do an all black screening for Black Panther. Do you really think that in Texas or any place else in this country, People could get away with doing an all-black screening of yeah. a film. Yeah, I man, big could. cities are an exception. I think it'd be great, but it's not going to fucking happen. That's nah. stupid. I really want it to happen because I mean, a black-only screening is a lot different than a white-only screening. True, it's a but lot the different. problem is, uh, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. your understanding of the granularity of that difference, but there are a lot of folks that don't have that kind of insight to be able to perceive the two as different. When I saw Get Out, it was basically a black-only screening. And by the way, okay, <laughs> watching, watching yeah, Get Out... Yeah, uh, me and Jimmy are the only white people there, but we enjoyed it. it was watching good. Get oh, Out so in, in, in different theaters <laughs> is amazing. Well, I, I saw it like three times. Watching it in a black theater versus watching it in a white theater and seeing who laughs at various parts is... Fascinating. I think that's fun. Oh, it's very fascinating. Oh, I only laughed on the inside. There, there are parts where I was cackling at the, at the white theater, and like you be, be a black friend, the super super militant lady friend of mine were both cackling, and the rest of the theater was silent. And there are parts where they laugh, we're like, uh, nah, dude, nah. <laughs> so, Do get out's fun. Speaking of going into spaces that you're that are not meant for you, mm. I at least not to a, a, your experience. Is this, is this an anal sex conversation? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Megan, you are my fucking hero right now. <laughs> I went to I went to an, an Indian supermarket to get ghee to get uh-huh. like a big old thing of ghee, and I yeah. walked in and it was like a record skipped. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I did? I turned around and went right back out. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I don't think that I'm I don't think I I don't feel comfortable here, and I don't think that they're Why? comfortable with me going here. You know, it's hilarious because I don't have that experience <laughs> because as a black person, most people can't tell if I'm African black or American black. And to be honest, there's not a lot of African groceries around here. Mm-hmm. So Africans buy a lot of groceries at Asian groceries and Indian groceries. So you'll see if you want to see a bunch of like, you know, black Africans running around or even like a, 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 a Caribbean Africans running around, you go to the you could go to the Indian Mart or whatever else. They'll be hanging out there buying their like spices or their Maggi cubes or whatever else. Happens well, the other, yeah, the reason I left was because mm-hmm. all the ghee was like, I do. Mm-hmm. it was all like imported from India and I felt weird about buying it. Just go in there and buy it. Because I could tell, I could tell Dude, if it was grass fed or not. If you can, if you can, okay, fair enough, whatever. If you can pass oh that God. first barrier, if you can pass the entire like initial resistance and just Ugh. like walk in there to some degree of confidence and kindness and sensitivity, they're helpful and nice because you're curious. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, uh, like see, there y'all, used to Frisco be... is multicultural. No, much I mean, more so than planet. I know Let's there's like a block there. in Frisco like that. There's like there's a huge temp like a. The temple. <laughs> I like the temple. Yes. I like the temple. Oh, wait. Oh, so, are we? Is this a transition into the Aziz Ansari thing? That's or? actually both awkward that and at the same time. So yeah. let's go there. And let's do that. Pertinent. Sexy Eeyore. Uh, sexy Classic Eeyore. Classic sexy Eeyore. Talk, talk, you go. talk <laughs> that talk, girl. Talk that talk. What's what's your stance on the on the sitch? 
Oh, well, it was your topic. You bring it up. And oh, then it I'll, was originally I'll... Otiana's topic. I'm going to be all your hype man about it because I have feelings about it. Go I, on. We all have feelings about it. Okay. Well, I, I just, I had a couple of questions. So, so I read the, um, the I read his response. I didn't know. Right? There's a response. Wait, wait. You mean the written, written letter response? He didn't know it was a, such a bad date. Wow. Yeah. I, he had yeah, no I idea it was a now. bad date. I, yeah. I mean, I, I could see how he not, might not. She, here's, I'm going to break this down for you. Go for wait, it. Wait, wait. Are you going to break it down? Break it down, girl. Well, I was, yeah, I was going to, I was going to try and start that out. Break it down. Okay. So, uh, the first thing that I thought was, uh, so, so he, and I mean, it's better if you have read the whole account. What did it come out on, like babe.com or something? bullshit? I thought it was bustle. It was, I don't know. It was not one, let's put it this way. It was not one of the better feminist No, it wasn't the fucking, you know, I like it wasn't bustle. NPR with the New York like Times or whatever. But bustle. anyway. I will say that the approach was, it could have been handled better. Yeah. I oh, think. yes. I think the original writing of it did not, did a disservice to... Whoever I was not pleased with that. I agree with you. But let's not dwell over long on the say, nature of the content. We can't change that now. So um, anyway, so there was there there were a couple things that they agreed on. Both happened. Their you know accounts uh, did not contradict each other. So there was a part where he's talking. So so he continued to be stimulated, even though. This other person was actively not stimulated mm-hmm. and okay. into it. Been there. And that, that's the I'm going to put like a pin right there. Issue yeah. with me, right? Putting a pin. Uh, Guess what? Uh, you, you're cut out, baby. You cut out. Megan, Wait, I think he, Megan Did we lose your audio? Yourself. Did your thing get unplugged? There we go. Can you not hear me? Okay. Now we can hear you. Go yeah. ahead. Repeat yourself. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh being stimulated while your partner is not stimulated is not a um an issue of misogyny as much as it is you being just a general piece of shit. Yeah. Or just really bad at sex. Enthusiastic consent is a thing. Pin pin. Are we gonna First, come are we gonna come back to that or are we gonna talk about yeah. it now? I wanna talk about it now. Let's talk about it now. Yeah, go for it. What about the chase? What about the fun of like Oh, you're not into it? That's cool. I'm going to try a little bit. Like, and, and if, if somebody puts up like a big no, mm-hmm. like a big stop it, then I'll be like, well, I would. <laughs> Backtrack. Then I'll be like, okay, I, I won't. That's cool. You don't want to? I don't want to. But there's a thrill in the chase. There's a thrill True. in like the, you know, I'm going to like push the envelope a little bit and see what you do with it. Do you know what I, my gut feeling from reading her account, I didn't read the other account, was he, he felt to me like a guy that thought, you know what, this relationship isn't going to go anywhere, so I'm going to see if I can get it in. And as I'm much as I can get out of yeah. it now. That's how, that's how I, that's... I mean, I'm going to be wrong I'm because I mean, obviously I wasn't road. there, but it just seemed like, like he, it did not feel like he cared at all about no. her feelings. No. At, but that narrative, all. that narrative does not dissuade and or diffuse uh, Cindy's question as far as yes, in that dynamic, there could have been a chase thing. But the other issue, the only issue, the issue I have with Cindy's comment is that 
even the chase, there has to be some degree of implied consent. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have yes. to have some kind of like, I'm chasing. You've said no. Is it, oh, stop it? Or is it, hey, listen, I'm really uncomfortable now. There's a well, huge think, difference in tone between those yeah, two responses. But I think to a yeah, lot yeah. of men, if they don't, if they men don't hear a verbal mm. no, then even though the body language is saying don't stop, 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 if they don't hear that no, that in their mind she she or he did not say no. You know what I mean? But you can still have like uh, an in uh, an indirect conversation previous to that where you tell the other person. Oh, I'm really into this. Yeah. I like it when dudes are, you know, like aggressive or intense. Aggressive or, yeah. or whatever. But I say that before in not so many words. You know? Like, in fact, I have I have said directly, in my real life, I don't like it when dudes are um aggressive and think that they are stronger or smarter or whatever than me. Um, oh, I like when they're aggressive, not so much life. smarter than me. But- <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this- the smarter than me thing is not does not apply to the sexual situation. But, Doug but is the really you know, like I, but then I say, like, and I work this into conversations sometimes, just so this kind of fucking thing doesn't happen. The woman did not do that, which means she's not into that shit. So let's take a page out of like. A given BDS. Oh, Hang on, she's on sound delay. It's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, so <laughs> let's let's take a page out of like there is no one bona fide certified BDSM manual. There are several <laughs> subsidiaries, but the idea that if you want to play that set of cards, if you want to have a no, 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 no doesn't mean no. This is my safe word. If you want to have some kind of framework by which your consent exists, then establish that framework. You establish that shit first. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm, I'm saying is, but no in one's this, no one's gonna establish that at, like on the your first, first date. date. Yeah, your first date. Like, hey, <laughs> I get I'm that. getting to know you. Do you like this soup? I love this soup. By the way, okay. I want you to chase me, and then you know, the person I'm gonna that tell you isn't no, going to establish going. that is assuming that is is not assuming that a sexual context is going to happen in the first place on the first date. Okay, so why would that so not happen on they, the first date? So actually, no, no, it always happens on the first date. Exactly. I'm just Can saying, I pause real quick for like, one quick thing? Can we just pause for a second? Let's yeah. zoom out grand scale for a second here, okay? And I, I want to pick up exactly where we left off. I apologize for cutting you off, but I want to zoom out for one second and say the argument that this thing dissuades from the Me Too movement is countered by the fact that these kind of discussions need to be happening. So, yes, it's not super me too, like, hardcore rape sexual assault stuff, but it exists on a spectrum of consent and or aggression that we as a society have not navigated well. So, yes, this kind of that. discussion really uh, needs to be happening. society has a nice... Are you kidding? Hell dude, no! Dude, no, no. You mean tell me that, like, all the queers have gotten all this shit all figured out yeah. and all talk about everything from day we know, one? We know, really? if, we know if we want to have, like, a long-term relationship with somebody or if we just want to get our dick sucked or if we want to get get our dicks and our ass seen or if we want to get... Fin- we... We hash on all the first that fucking shit day out. Oh, and, fuck, and on the first yes. fucking one night stand. Oh, oh yes. Really? I, I'm sorry. Oh, I've God, had I've yes. had a number of interactions with dudes and that's that was that was never explicitly. Well, like discussed. as well as 
We have never, we talked about it. You've never dated a guy. Yeah, but you're, we're talking about first date territory here. We're talking about first outing territory. We're talking about picking somebody in a bar territory. Banging. Uh, and you're I, saying, I, 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 I'm saying as a real life oh, gay. Pause. I have to hold <laughs> the real life yes. gay. Oh, wait, she's got to pee. I'm wait, wait. on most, should, most, most of my sexual interactions with on. men. We should pause for a pee break so, 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 so she can be part of this conversation. <laughs> I vote for a pause. But she's not, she's. <laughs> The straight lady. She doesn't. Hey, hey, hey! I, I, I want to be in this conversation, <laughs> sir. Just saying that. Okay, fine. I'm a straight okay, lady. Pausing. <laughs> okay. What I will say about the gay community, especially gay hookup culture, okay, which is I think might be different from our heterosexual brothers and sisters that you know of. That I know of. Is that any type of hookup, even if at a bar, like a one night stand, mm-hmm. there's, I've, at least for me, my experience is there's been a very clear cut. What are you into? This is what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do it? And that's not to say that once you're actually in the action of, you know, I'm sucking somebody's cock and all of a sudden I feel, feel a finger up my butt and I'm like, <laughs> Hey, I didn't, I said, I didn't sign on to I that. I said that I didn't like that. What are you doing? And you swat it away and then you get back to, you know, doing it. That's, so, Otieno, your little, you know, every, this is a widespread problem. I don't think is necessarily 100% accurate, at least in my experience. I have went home with plenty of dudes, and in my experience, there is not that clear-cut discussion. Um, I, I feel kind of bad there wasn't that clear-cut discussion. Uh, I'm not opposed to that clear-cut discussion. Uh, I, I really, I mean, hey, listeners, let us know what your experience is yeah, like, especially you like, you know, queer identifying folk. Um, is there, and I think this is a regional thing maybe as well, but w- what's your experience as far as are people pretty explicit in regards to what the boundaries are, even for a one night stand? That's more the curiosity point, I think, is that initial interaction. Well, that, that's why I think it was different from here is, is I don't think it was under the guise of a one night stand. I, I think, think it was like a second thought date. that it was the date. It yeah. was a second date. Was it a second date? Really? It was a okay. second date. Second, okay. And I, you know, granted, I haven't hooked up with anybody in 10 years, longer than that. But when when that was happening, you wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, you know, sit down and be like, hey, I'm really into you. I like your Z-Cavery cheese and your Yaga shirt. Like, <laughs> can you, um, you know, like, pull my hair and choke me a little bit when you're getting it from behind, and then we'll just... Leave it at that and don't talk to me in the morning. Notes. <laughs> There's some kind of conversation about that. Is there really there, should be. I com- never had that conversation. Like, I would just I, stop it if I wanted to. I've had that but- conversation with very few partners, and I wish I had that conversation with more partners. Because unless it, I it, initiate the conversation, it does not happen. And I've had, If I, I feel partners, like I'm going to bang some... If I'm going to bang somebody right away, if I get the impression that this is going to happen pretty quickly... Then I like expedite the communication, not in a direct oh, way. Megan and I are a lot alike. I would always do that too. Like, let's stop wasting now, time. To be clear, I'm still yeah, into having the conversation. I'm not saying I don't want to have that conversation. I'm just saying that unfortunately, I haven't had the conversation that often. I also, but I also don't feel like I have ever been in a position to where I couldn't let my needs be known or I couldn't let my wishes be known. Like, I've never been. Yeah, there was a big. Um, you're right. But there was, I, a, there was a big like hierarchical difference. Yeah. But I've also probably just personally never been attracted to sexually somebody who has 
who I felt like I couldn't have that conversation with. That's yeah. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. power differential. Exactly. Is, is, and that's a very big nonverbal, you know, conversation that goes on whenever you're talking to somebody or whenever you're like hooking mm. up with somebody. Like I've never ever slept with somebody that I was like yeah, I couldn't but fucking, I don't. We can't. I don't think in our society that we go on nonverbals though, because especially well, well, no, well, maybe especially in court. Like you're, I mean, unfortunately, court. Well, yeah, because I'm thinking everything is far. You know, if some I've people are saying this woman was, was sexually assaulted, whether or not you know, we can't say. I think it's one of those things. If she feels like she was sexually assaulted, then we can't take that away from her. So, but most dudes will say, well, even do. if you're, even if nonverbally you're saying no, 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 no. If you don't hear no that's the first thing that that any sort of police officer or prosecutor or defense attorney are going to ask you did she say no or did he say no and if they say no then that's where so let's be clear about a couple things here let's be clear that in our modern society who did anybody here read that account that was offered in that magazine yeah no in reading that account did you not basically see oh look at all these porn tropes he's acting out was I the only person that noticed that? I don't think I was the only I person. Did. All these and like sticking fingers in mouths and, took, and yeah, how aggressive weird. he was being. Because that is for a lot of people, not just men, where think about that episode of Black Think about the Archangel episode totally of Black Mirror. Hot. Yep. Never watched where, it. Well, for those of you that didn't see it, there's a scene where a character is having sex and their only interaction with sexual activity was from watching porn. So she says to her partner, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck me like that. And she's saying it because she thinks that's what the other character wants to hear. Let's talk about the fact that for a lot of people, their only interaction with the way sex, in quote, is supposed to take place. And let's not talk about the actual technique or lack thereof in stimulating somebody. Let's not talk about the idea that like camera angles hold precedence. Let's talk about the actual power dynamics and or personal dynamics of elucidating just what positions will take place when, how people are going to interact, how co- it, it's just it just flows. It's supposed to be natural. It's supposed to be easy. The man does this thing, the woman does that. Regardless of gender, the two people interacting just kind of <laughs> <flow> <laughs> caught yourself. I did. <laughs> there's, th- th- there's. I mean, one of my favorite scenes in all of sex scenes in Hollywood is in Exit to Eden. Okay, it's that film with Tom Hanks and Rosie O'Donnell. Paul Mercurio with the perfect ass. Exactly. Perfect. And there's perfect this, ass. There's, there's this John, it's not the point. There's this beautiful sex scene <laughs> in the film where the two characters, the entire, there is a cishead interaction, but the two characters, they're building up the entire film to finally get together. Um, and Cut finally, they're doing it. They're doing it. It's great. And in the middle of this epic sex scene, the entire film has arguably been building up to at one point. They're doing it in the soft camera angles and so on. And the female character just goes, hey, 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 hold on. I'm not comfortable in this position. And the guy pauses and is just like, oh, hey. And they, they fade out on them having a conversation on what thing they should be doing instead or why she was uncomfortable, whatever else. But the idea they interrupt this iconic scene with them having a dialogue about how to improve the experience or why it was uncomfortable is fucking unheard of. But that's what real sex can look like. I but didn't wish that that had to be your example, but I do agree with what you're saying. Yeah, okay. it's, hey, it's, hey, it's, hey, it's, hey, before, yeah. before Cindy goes, we have two minutes. I want to bring up a, a question from a listener. Well, okay. we, 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 afterwards, or is Cindy be involved with this? Is, is I this think Cindy relevant be involved to the conversation? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, how about your takes on the Me Too movement? Is it going too far in becoming a gender McCarthyism? By the way, I should say that I've been listening uh, to this podcast for about the last year and especially enjoy OTNO and your takes on subjects. Aww. Oh, you. 
Okay. I might start blushing. <laughs> me too. Meg, you, me. Let me go first because I have to go. Please. Um, re- question again. Like, what are my thoughts is, on it? Is the Me Too movement going too far in becoming a gender McCarthyism? A gender what the fuck? McCarthyism. That's insulting, actually, but go on. What? I don't even yeah, understand. McCarthy, McCarthy Red Scare, 1950s, the- all the Hollywood being purged of anybody who was vaguely leftist. Okay, I will answer this in briefly. Um, I feel like if I were a man, a single man, right now, I would be anxious. I'd be very anxious because I wouldn't know what is okay and what isn't okay. And I feel like I would have to know my audience very, very, very well before I were to open the curtain to the theater and let it happen. Because it, which is something maybe that you haven't considered before. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Because I, I feel like there's just so much content right now about what's going on and i feel like it's very important i don't want to um, yeah, i invalidate. think our culture is shifting a little bit i do and yeah. and and i i think it's really good i think that these conversations need to happen i can't tell you uh, on a daily basis i actually kept a running log this week of how many times my like random people commented on what i looked like like i kept a list this week and it's very mm. long <laughs> um i gave you a compliment well, I know, but like that's different because you know me. These are like people who don't yeah. know me, and like yes. somebody called me a hot nun that like I've maybe said three things to. Anyway, none? I digress. Um, I I'm I would be scared if I was a a you know a man in this day and age. Period. I also think that this is such a good like if if this is a cathartic like unifying movement for women at this point in time where we are like bitch me too like this motherfucker 100 <laughs> percent, i am behind it because i think it's really important like i feel like there's all this bro code all of the time that happens like you know this locker room talk that our you know current president engages in mm. at the same time i don't know that women feel comfortable doing that because women are really uncomfortable with their sexuality mm. so whenever we're getting this as a um when we're getting this dialogue from other women and it gives us an opportunity to expand upon it and talk about our experiences, call it whatever the fuck you want to, but it is cathartic and it is, um, I think, really unifying and empowering, period. Mm. I think – because I've, I've seen oh, – what? Megan. Megan. Go, Megan. Let Megan go. What? And then I have to go because I'm obviously let – me, let me weigh it. <laughs> there you go. You don't you don't have to stay for this. You can listen to it on the recording. There you go. Um, we've been recording. My problem my problem with what is going on right now is that we've allowed it to to build up, to accumulate, right? Like a garden hose. So you kink the garden hose. It's not a if it doesn't euphemism work. in any way. <laughs> you bend the garden hose. And the pressure builds up and then it all comes out at one time. And then, you know, some people take it really seriously and other people take it not seriously at all because the other people are taking it so seriously. And then it becomes counterproductive. I love you. I got to go. I love you too. Bye, Cindy. Then it becomes counterproductive. So my fear is it's not a prediction, but it's a fear that all of this, because of the 
the pressure uh, and the the brevity that's involved is that it's going to completely, um, not completely, but significantly invalidate the point that's being made right now. I think a lot of people are going to miss it because they think it's just so extreme. It couldn't possibly be true. And that worries me. John, you want to go first? Um, I was, I can just piggyback off of what Cindy was talking about. Cause I think the McCarthyism talk, cause I've, I've seen other people, um, especially on like the, the, the uh, news programs where they, where they feel the need to fill the screen with talking heads. So I'm about, has it gone too far? I don't think so. I think the kind of like the when we're we are we scratch it off, but the call out culture thing. I I mean, you see a little bit of that on um, on Twitter where people want to equate. Uh, how do you say his name? Aziz Aziz Ansari with Harvey Weinstein, which is which is ridiculous. More than a little bit of a reach, and I think that's what people are. People want to conflate it to be like, this is McCarthyism. Look, mm. this they're saying that that this person's bad. I think it's a very, very small minority of people that are doing that. Mm. Um, the only problem that I have that with the Me Too movement is, actually, I don't really have a problem with it at all. It just, I guess when when I see a, this is awful, but I'll, let's we're honest on this podcast, right? We're totally honest. Go for it. When... We're too drunk not to be. <laughs> when when men join the Me Too movement, it bothers me because <laughs> I feel like this is not about you. Mm. It's not about mm-hmm. the time when you want to say. But I I nope. I don't think I I. There's a difference when because I when men talk about well I've been in a bar Me Too I've had a my female boss blah, 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 or uh or a woman at a bar blah blah blah. And they want to say, yeah, it's happened to me too. It's there is a difference there. The power that there is a, a huge difference, even if it is your boss. Because mm-hmm. I feel like men, if you're if the aggressor is a woman, I don't feel like you're ever in fear of your safety. And I think that that's lost. Where you just want to equate everything's like it's not the same. Mm. It's just not the same. I I agree with you. Um, but building on what Otiano has said in previous episodes, we also need you guys. We don't need you guys in the capacity that you're talking about right now where they're like, oh, well, this happened to me. True. Like the Terry Crews defense, right? Like, See, I'm that sorry be, that that, that happened different, to you. Actually, mm-hmm. that's that's when it when the when the per- perpetrator is a man, I think feel like that's no, yeah, it's still oh, a yeah, little that, bit different. The, yeah. the, the, the power dynamic there again is I mean, I'll, I'll go both sides in this if I can step in for one second. I don't want to take away from your time, Megan. But basically, yes, the power dynamic is different again, but it's different to the point where it deserves almost its own other discussion. But again, because of the power dynamic differentials, it's more akin to the former than it is the latter, if that makes sense. It I'm could sorry, be interpreted as, you know, like it's insidious and I can I can help you relate to it in that, you know, men do it to other men too. I don't think most people are going to take it that way. But what Otino has said previously is that, you know, like like the the people that are behind don't get ahead 
entirely by themselves, just like they didn't get behind entirely by themselves. Mm -hmm. So like if we want to catch up, we need the help of dudes, but we need the help of dudes uh, in the capacity that we have the same understanding of it. Mm. So I think that's a problem. And I, did you guys, you read the statement that Ansari's, I don't know if it came from him directly or if it came from his representatives, Mm -hmm. but um, the full statement uh, recounts the experience in a really like the most basic uh, objective terms. Like uh, we went here at this time and we did this and then we did this and then we did this. And then it slips in this bit that, um, that says uh, he says, by all indications was completely consensual referring of course to the interaction. So, so he does all of this like factual shit first, like, and, and this isn't, this is an exaggeration because I I can't remember exactly what it said, but basically was saying like, at this time we went here, we had dinner and then we went to this apartment and then we watched television and then uh, we engaged in sexual activity. Like nobody can. Yeah, his right. lawyers. You can't. It's factual. Up. Like you can't like argue that. But then they slip in this shit. Like oh, and it was consensual, which is yeah. not a fact. It's subjective, but it's following a whole line of objective information. So it's like you won't notice that it's there, and that bothers he's me a try- lot. He's trying to avoid a yeah. civil lawsuit. That's why he knows any I'm telling his his lawyer wrote that up to carefully on the record state any facts as if he says even if he even if he like sometimes if you um legally admit any sort of remorse even if you were in the right they can t- use that against you. So let's 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 segue from that into my take on this. Um, and first I'm going to say that if a person, and I will go with the spectrum, and it's important to recognize it as a spectrum, from, from Weinstein to Ansari, if you are going to choose to try and amalgamate some kind of apology or acknowledgement or whatever else, in the spirit of, oh God, what was his name? The Rick and Morty writer guy. I totally blanked on his name. Anyway. Um, if you're going to do something like that, one of the most important things you have to do as a part of that acknowledgement is to make yourself vulnerable to the very thing your lawyers are trying to protect you against. Because anything else is going to be perceived as and or actually be you trying to deflect and or not accept responsibility. I mean, if I, if I were his lawyers, I'd tell him, you don't say anything. Well, th- and that's the thing. You don't say anything because, what because your interest is not in actually saying, I fucked up and did something wrong. Well, he actually your did. Interest at is that, in- he did at that time. He wrote her back and said, you know, I, I think he apologized in that text when she said, hey, that was a bad date. I'm paraphrasing. And he but, said, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize. That's still, I didn't realize. Yeah, okay. So please explain to me why. Have. Can you tell me what it was I did wrong? I recognize that I hurt you so that I don't hurt you or someone else again. Can you tell me what it was that I did? I'm sorry that I hurt you. Exactly. Let's talk more about that. And not just, oh, I said I'm sorry. We don't got to talk it anymore. Smoke bomb, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. He didn't ask. 
he he uh his response to her text the next day was oh well i guess i completely misread that situation and that was it and then there was no follow up like oh well why why did i misread it like this is what i thought tell me what you thought and um you know like are you okay there was none of that shit it was just like this like pr statement like i must have misread it the end because again his primary concern actually i'm not gonna speak for him i'm gonna speak for the lawyer statement the lawyer's primary statement was in an attempt to continue to minimize the social and or financial damage from the situation we cannot exi- we cannot show guilt of any regard yeah. but we should at least show sympathy and i think one of the i mean hmm. Do you this think, is, I mean, do you think, do you think we're, is, is it because it's, he's a celebrity? Because me, okay. if he were not, I mean, we wouldn't, I mean, shit like this happens all the time. So this is the thing. He's let not me, just a celebrity, me, though. Me, he's a young minority celebrity. Thank you. And let me, let me give my full response then, since that was, you know, allegedly the start of this whole thing in the first place. Not to say that I'm that much more important than whoever else, because I have a lot to say about this. I'm trying to give the smoking cat in the version. Um, number one, first and foremost, since the very second that the Me Too movement started, I have been waiting for the token minority person to be offered up on the block. It was only a matter of time. What do you mean? As in, when Weinstein got mad and lashed out at any one of the accounts against him, he picked Lupita Nyong'o's particular set of allegations. And he Samayek. Well, granted, I mean, we're on the same page still, yeah. you know, there wasn't there. Uh, he, he, you know, you go for the low hanging fruit in quote. So when the meat, I mean, you know, uh, Affleck's brother dude or whatever. Okay. Yeah. He's not passing out the winner for best whatever this year in, in reciprocation for his win of best whatever this year. But as far That'll as, learn. as far as actual ramifications and or the eventual pushback that was going to happen to the Me Too movement. The first dude that was going to fall was either going to be some C-list celebrity white dude or a minority person. You know, Just I think, by I, the oh, way... No, no, I think Franklin, Al Franklin, Al Franklin, he no, fell. <laughs> he didn't have to. He didn't ha- I mean, half a point to him for resigning. He didn't have to. He could have gone either way. So, the first person that was going to get some serious pressure and or allegations against them in that regard that was going to create a pushback effect on the Me Too movement was going to be a brown dude. That was pretty obvious to me and or to a lot of other alt and or non-white peoples because that's the way it works. So when it first happened, my I, I, I was extra uh, meticulous in going through the account to see just how valid it was. And the first thing I noticed was, holy shit, this is just about like every single awkward ass high school era awkward date interaction that anybody has ever had Mm -hmm. so on the one hand this is we can debate all day long about whether about which things that happened connotated full-on sexual assault rape or whatever else and or which things were uh social encoding poor decision making we can have that debate but the important part is to have that debate. So many folks were getting mad at her about 
why are you bringing this up? Why are you try to bring down this dude? When it's just like, no, this is a very valid portion of the conversation we need to have. And the fact of the matter is, dude still acted like an asshole. Mm-hmm. I don't care who yeah. you are. If someone, if you have as to keep on trying, keep on trying, keep on trying, keep on trying to have sex with somebody, you'd think after the nth try, you'd realize that maybe they weren't down and you need to calm the fuck down. Plain and simple. If she's going into, but on the same hand, there's a lot of folks are saying, why didn't she leave? Well, Let's talk about the fact that women are pretty much encoded to be as accommodating, kind, and gentle as possible in the face of male anger, in the face of male disapproval, in the face of male anything but, oh, hey, it's it's great, it'll be fine, I don't want to, you know, make any waves, and be that because she's afraid she's going to get hurt, or be that afraid she's going to lose social standing, or be that afraid, or be that aware of the power dynamic that exists between women and men in this society. So... Yes, I'm thinking to myself on the one hand, maybe she should have left. But on the other hand, I'm also understanding why she maybe didn't feel the need to leave or didn't feel comfortable leaving. There's so many layers there. Yeah. So that's why the onus is on the dude to pay the fuck attention. But sorry, you asked, you asked. I just want to say something Go and ahead. you're talking too fast and I can't get Go it. Go ahead. I don't remember who said it, but it was on Twitter. And I think that it was a very, very valid point was that it was I believe it was a woman that said that the reason why she thinks that both women and men had such a strong reaction to that article mm. was because women have been in that situation before and they don't want to feel like a victim mm. and men have been put in that situation before and they don't want to feel like a you know perpetrator and I thought they, that was very men, interesting and so okay to be perfectly frank and it's it's really important that I make myself absolutely clear in this as the only, as the closest thing there is to a cishet dude breeder. this podcast. You're a breeder. Not that I'm a cishet. And fuck you on breeder thing. We are not having that conversation right now. Um, I have, I don't have a great track record. I, I, I don't have any charges against me that I know, that I know of, but I have definitely been party to some questionable things in my past. And I have reached out to those individuals and spoken to them personally. And apologize for a lot of things. And yeah, it's, I'm not going to make excuses for myself. I've been a shitty person. And I'm still in the midst of trying to be a better person, both for the sake of the individuals that I wronged and for the sake of individuals that I'd hoped to stop from being wronged. In this um, situation, his PR people did exactly the opposite of what they were hired to do by saying, by all accounts, it was consensual. No, Megan, they're, they, that's, those are not the PR. Those are the lawyers. They're but this, trying this, to this is my point. Whatever, this is my man. Point. The this, point is PR, right? The point, I mean, no, they the point like, is avoiding a loss. <clears throat> okay. No, they didn't the like accountability. Uh, distribute that statement to just his family members. What are you doing, Megan? <laughs> are you fucking what? going camping? <laughs> Sit down, sit your ass down and let's record a podcast. She's probably, Shut up. Yeah, John, calm listening. down. She's probably doing dishes. It's okay. But I mean, <laughs> ah, you're a dick. <laughs> Listeners, Megan is like walking around her. I don't even know where the hell she is. I have done far worse and it's only visually distracting. <laughs> Megan being excellent about, about not making a lot of crazy noises. But the point is that in order for any of this to get resolved in any fashion whatsoever, some men, myself included, are going to have to make themselves or hold them either. <laughs> they're going to have to make themselves open to being held accountable. And if that accountability includes charges, 
Well, I mean, well, I, so the fuck I think it's what? really simple. You just treat your partner with respect. But no, no, that's all that, you got to do, no, and you don't no, have to be no, worried about it. it. It's not that can simple. Can I take it's a? Not. Can I take a, an advantage here? Treat yourself. Yeah, that that'd be cute. <laughs> but my, my point Isn't that is, what he says? a lot of men are afraid because they, and this, is, and this speaks also to uh, Cindy's point is a lot of men are scared, and to those of you that are scared about like things that you could do, well, you know, when in doubt. Don't worry about being man of mystery who knows what to do. Fucking ask. And to the men out there like myself that have done things that know they've done things that are questionable, reach out to folks, talk to them, be honest, apologize and don't apologize for your own sake. Apologize because of what you did to them and how it made them feel. Because this whole idea of apologizing so you can be morally clean and not think about it anymore, that's not the point of the apology. Yeah, a legal advice would say don't do that. Yeah, fuck legal <laughs> advice in that case. And, and, that's, and again, that's what I'm talking about. Admit nothing. Mark Maron, that's his fucking name. Because, oh, God. What about Mark Maron? Did, you, did, Mark did Maron. you catch his apology? Mark Maron Did you Maron catch that entire something? interaction? What, maybe it was yeah, the guy who wrote for about. Rick and Morty. Harmon. Dan Harmon. That's his name. My bad. Oh, yeah. Dan I don't Harmon. Know who you're talking about. Wrong guy. Mark like, Marin is shitty, but go on. I don't know. Yeah. Mark. Dan Harmon's who I'm talking about. Basically, look it up. There was this thing where he was engaged. He had this longstanding campaign of, well, not even campaign. He sexually assaulted, sexually assaulted and made extraordinarily uncomfortable via a hostile work environment. One of the writers for one of the shows he worked on. He'd been kicked off of a couple of shows for doing things similar to that. Shows he even created. And, he basically apologized to this lady via a very long podcast after some tentative interactions with her. And uh, folks have been calling it like a master class on how to apologize. So, dudes, look that up. See what you get an idea of what actually connotates an actual apology. I've listened to it three times. and I'm still learning shit because we have a lot of fucking work to do. And so, to answer Anthony's question, I don't think that this is gender McCarthyism. No, I think that no. men have a lot to be held accountable for. I think the MR, MRA and, type of guys would probably see it yeah, that way. They're like, oh my God, it's so terrible. We're oh being, my no, God, we can't, we can't do that If you feel like you're guilty about something you may have, if you feel guilty about something you may have done, then, then it, you sounds like you need, it sounds like you need to reach out to the person you feel that you wronged. And talk to them and maybe apologize a whole lot. And if it's something you did that they feel the need to bring up charges, that's called fucking accountability. If you want to talk about manning up, that's a good fucking place to start. So uh, do you want to talk about the Guggenheim? Sure. <laughs> it's the last thing on our list and then we'll wrap What's it up. What's going on with the Guggenheim? Um, so... Apparently, the Trump administration reached out to... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you heard about this? They, mm-hmm. they wanted a Van Gogh. They of wanted course. a loner. Van Gogh. It's a big name. Guggenheim said no. But you could have this golden toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to the end. Uh, we really did. So much booze. We're the so final much. girls. <laughs> Cindy got killed. <laughs> hey, Cindy made it. The spicy Latina usually makes it, right? <laughs> no. We're going to delve no. deep into stereotypes for a second. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the black dude. I have to die by the end of the podcast. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I All hope right. that answered our listeners' question. <laughs> Keep them coming. I'll, I'll try to remember every single time when we do this to like, hey, do you want, what do you want us to talk about? 
Just a my just friend as Jacob had some bullshit questions for the show that I don't even think we should even bother saying it, but we'll do it anyway. Actually, it John, Jacob, if, it was if someone has questions for us to answer, what is the best? Um, what a burger route or in or out? Which one's what? better, Whataburger or In or Out? I That's like a Whatab- tough call. I like Whataburger for the onion rings. I actually like In and Out burgers better, but In and Out fries are trash. In-N-Out even burgers. even even if you do the entire like extra long double fry fries crispy thing, the fries are still trash. In and Out burger, they really uh, treat their employees well, and it's uh, yeah, they get benefits. It's, and shit. it's, it's a, a woman is the head of that corporation. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. In and Out burgers are pretty amazing. Although I do appreciate the variety you get at Whataburger. So Answer my question, God damn it! What? If somebody has a question and they want it answered, oh, right, where right. do they send that question? Yeah, fuck if I know. Tags, buddy, come on, tags, tags. Letters at secretlytimid dot com or on our Facebook page or any one of us individually. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. how are we reachable via social media? We, we, we never do that. What are our That's Twitter? Twitter secretly no, timid no, no. on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm at um, o underscore t underscore yeah you and N your twenty five followers. Oh. Hey, I'll have Speaking you know, of OTNO, I have a hundred something followers. What the fuck are you doing interacting with RT? I actually, number one, That's I... That's Russian. Okay. RT or RTE? You do know that difference. I follow One's like, Irish and National Russia. Review, The Federalist, RT, Al, Al Jazeera, Just as long as you CNN, know that's and propaganda, because I had friends that had, had no idea that RT I follow news was all of like the above the because news. I don't want just like pure RT liberal thought bad. bubble at all times. It's like Kremlin I'm, run news. I agree with Fox you, but news I still follow news, all of the above because I want to know the overall flavor of the gestalt with all its spiciness <laughs> and bland notes and weird garlic for no reason. Okay. So, so you know. Enjoy the I, song totally How aware. Simple by Hop Along. And um, I don't know if we'll be back next week because I think Megan's going to be here. Yeah, we so might, be might like just be partying doing down a little stuff. bit. Mm-hmm. We could broadcast the party. That'd be pretty great. Megan with that mm, sexy, sexy PBS t shirt. Sexy Eeyore. Yeah, girl. You know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks um, for hanging with us. Yeah. Adios. So Bye.
Ah.